Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, it's the Playmakers. Adrian Hernandez here with Lindsey Brown, and we can't waste any time. Let's go straight into it because right now on the line is the host of the Let's Huddle with Ed Cunningham podcast. Remember, insider calls are brought to you by driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. Ed, thank you so much for joining us today. You seem to be a man of many talents and interests. We could take this conversation in many directions. So let me simply ask about that podcast and one episode specifically, the the one about chess boxing. What is that, and what specifically piqued you and and your interest in that sport when you were first introduced to it? Because it's the first I've ever heard of it today. Yeah, we did a film called By Rook or Left Hook, the story of chess boxing. And chess boxing is... It's, it's a mouthful, but it's a professionalized sport, mostly in Europe, but there's uh, clubs in the Middle East, there's clubs in South America, and very high-level chess, uh, almost masters. A lot of guys start chess, and then they learn to box, but there's people who are boxers who were decent at chess and got much better. But it's a combination of box one round, speed chess the next round, box another round, Man. And the time speed chess element is um, usually the deciding factor. But the boxing, when the, I first was shown some materials that became the film, um, you know, you go into it thinking, oh, this is going to be really bad boxing. But the boxing, uh, it turns out, is very, very good. It's a, a high-level amateur uh, boxing. And so these, these guys, it's almost all men, but there are some women who compete. Um, started these professional leagues and this filmmaker from Canada um, who was a a fan of a film I did called the King of Kong about Donkey Kong. um, He reached out because he'd been filming with them for years and had all of this footage and had about a four hour sort of, you know, like he cut together four hours of his journey of following these guys. And it took us a while to get it down into a, a feature film, but, it's really great. Um, it's the characters are amazing. There's really high stakes. People put their their livelihoods and their lives on the line to get involved with this thing. And it's uh, so the film came to me because of another project that I, I had done, and the filmmaker, you know, sort of felt like they were very similar worlds, sort of quirky, sports based uh, subcultures that are that are really fascinating. 
Absolutely. And as I'm like thinking about this conceptually, because I, I played college hockey. And so as a goalie, I, I can feel my body pretty well and think myself through that process. I'm like, you have to be really efficient in your movement. You can't go for the big swings or or really go for, for, for the big time plays because first of all, you'll get yourself out of position. And second of all, that cortisol mm. level is going to be jumping. And as you said, if the big leverage point is the actual chess match, I mean, we burn a ton of calories just thinking, Ed. You should, Lindsay, please watch the film. Oh, I'm 100% going to add. What you just said is why uh, they're not even adherents. It's like they, they, it's like they, it's almost their religion, this chess box. And I'm I'm not kidding. You'll see in the film. And it's exactly that. It's that perfect combination of completely out of your mind and in your body and how you feel with the physical game. And then all back into your brain and being cerebral, completely cerebral, while your heart rates through the roof, your nose might be bleeding, your hands are taped, so they take the gloves off, but you still have taped hands. And that's the duality of life that the people who practice chess boxing really, you know, that almost oh. all of them are there because of that duality, as you described it. Well, Adrian likens the goaltending position to kickers, and I take offense to that because kickers are only called upon for like one play out of how many, but goalies are in it the whole time. I think this is a much better comparable in terms of the mental and physical warfare that uh, that these athletes have to go through. I'm just absolutely fascinated. I'll, I'll 100% uh, check out that documentary. But as you mentioned, that project found you, and, and it also found you an Oscar. And I know this is probably a, a basic question, but where do you keep yours? <laughs> um so yeah we won that for a film called undefeated about a high school football team in memphis tennessee and uh they do a round robin because people need them at different times so believe it or not they're in grocery bags and if you don't have one you call the the two directors and the field producer were the ones who for documentaries they get the trophies and so i'll call one of them and say hey rich i'm Rich Middlemiss, I'll be like, hey, Rich, I'm coming by. I need an Oscar. I'm doing a speech. Because now sometimes, and this is hard because sometimes you, you know, if someone you're doing a speech or whatever, hey, hey, could you bring the Oscar? And it's sort of awkward. I don't know. It's like bringing a piece of furniture, you know. Look at my trophy I'm bringing for you guys to look at and marvel at. Aren't I awesome? Have you done this before? You've done this before. You've asked to bring the Oscar to a speech? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And some of them, sometimes I want to, here's what I will say. I won a national championship in college, so I got, you know, the national championship ring, which my kids had never seen until recently because I had just hit a box somewhere. Um, And they were, oh, wow, that's cool because we were talking about the Super Bowl. Um, You know, I know people who've won the Heisman. The Heisman and the Oscar, I think, are the two trophies in America where if you won that, I think people really want to see it. 100%. They are just so unique. It, it It is different. And then, what it, you know, when it walks into a room, you can't take your eyes off it. It is so iconic and beautiful. So, uh, but yeah, they stay in grocery bags in closets somewhere. That that is insane. Uh, one thing that I, I marvel about you is your hustle. And first off, we're former KTR employees. We're alums. So mm. shout out to that. Uh, shout out what to Phoenix. Club. Yeah, I know, right? Um, yeah, and, I had a billboard, man. I, I'll, I'll send you guys. I got to put it up on Instagram. I had a billboard from my show on KTAR. Look at you. Yeah, tag us. Tag us. We'll, we'll <laughs> I gotta, post it. I got a minimum wage street team check, Ed, so I can't really compare with you. <laughs> um, really want. <laughs> but the one thing I marvel at is, you know, these these different facets in your life. Now, it's podcasting, filmmaking, 
Of course, you're a commentator. You played football. Um, and earlier we were talking about Tom Brady as it's official um, and he's retiring and kind of going through that process of he spent so much time, 24 years professionally, playing this game, studying it, keeping up, being at the best. And now that's kind of over. Like if you had words to say to Tom to kind of, you know, transition into real life and no longer being this superstar, having to study and game plan and go through that uh, rituals with the NFL. I think he set himself up well because he already has, you know, his brand. He's a partner in this media company. Um, you know, he's an active investor. And I think he, so I, I think he has a plan where, you know, he's going to be able to fill his days with regimen and, you know, uh, deadlines and, uh, excuse me, things that he's going to need to, you know, stay sharp for. But what nobody plans for is come July, your body, your whole sort of being mm. is ready to go to work for five or six months. And, you know, for a lineman like I was, you know, I was just sort of getting ready to be beat down for five to six months. But with Tom or, you know, someone like that, it's about the, the training, the hours, the dedication. And then the other thing that you don't realize is in those five or six months, your focus is really granular. It is yes. just on the field. Mm -hmm. And that's not life. And so I think that's the hardest thing for players in any sport. Um, when you step away, you've got to realize there's going to be a big hole in your calendar, which used to be preseason in the season, that's going to be gone. And so what's your plan? How do you get through that? And it, I, you know, it's not tragic for people. And some people really struggle with it, but most sort of enjoy it. Like, gosh, I'm glad I don't have to be in the film room at 5 a.m. on a Friday to <laughs> get ready right. for the game Sunday. But that's the big hole. I think he's got a good plan off. But I would just say, you know, hey, Tom, come July, maybe book a trip. Go away. You know, go have some fun with your family because it's going to be weird. There's going to be a year or two where your body, you know, I got a call after I retired in – like the next August and the Colts, they really needed a center and I already lost some weight and I'd have to work out again. But there was a moment where I was like, huh? Cause I was sort of missing it. And I, you know, I'm glad I didn't do that, but, um, but that's the hardest thing I think to get ready for. We're talking to Ed Cunningham, a true Renaissance man started in the world of sports and has really taken a step and gone in pretty much every direction that you can think of in, in marketing and business and, in, in film and TV and everything. And uh, actually, you are a man of principle as well. And there's no people that I like more than people of principle, Ed. And a few years back, it seems like your conscience and your career came to head uh, in the continuously ongoing conversation that we have about head trauma and concussions, specifically mm. in the arena of football. And as I've mentioned, I'm a hockey player and I've had four concussions myself, proud mm. owner of all four of those. And you literally quite took a stand and walked away from your analyst job at ESPN because you're just like, I can't feed into this product anymore. I, I can't lend myself to that. So in the years since you've made that decision, how do you feel about that self, that decision that you made in that moment and how the game has changed since? Do you think, I think we're still short on the progress, but should we be a little bit more excited on the progress that we have made? Well, uh, first things, the, the first question is, um, I'm glad I took the stand um, it was a little nuanced. My really big moral issue was I was covering amateur athletes 
Mm. And we were paying billions of dollars for those TV rights. I was being paid a very nice salary. We had all these executives making a nice living. You have the commissioners of leagues getting $20 million bonuses for negotiating these media rights. So I had a really um, huge moral problem with, okay, we know the game is dangerous. We know that there are, you know, significant injuries, but specifically around the head and brain, the science is in, (laughs) you know, we know the connection there. Um, Now that science is not tragic. It's not a death sentence to play hockey. It's not a death sentence to play football. As a matter of fact, the opposite is true. Most people who play high level sports end up healthier and outliving Mm -hmm. most people for obvious reasons. But Football is an outlier in that head injury. There are a lot of concussions and head injuries and long-term effects there. So that was one piece. But the piece was it was amateurs that were out doing it that I thought until, well, and still we're still trying to figure it out with name, image, and likeness rights finally coming back to the athletes. But that was my big conundrum was how do I rectify being on the professional side of an amateur sport where I know – what these kids, because, you know, 18, 19, those are kids. Right. What they're going through. And so I'm very glad I took the stand. Um, I'm very glad that things are starting to change and these athletes can make money off their name, image, and likeness, like they rightly should. Um, As far as the safety of the game, I think that hockey is a great example of what you can do. You know, I think hockey has changed in a way you know, it used to be big dudes blasting each other against the glass. And that's just not the game anymore. It's a more speed and fluid game. Mm-hmm. And they've taken a lot of the hitting out. The The problem with football is it, it, it's like telling hockey, you can't pass the puck. That would be the change. Yeah, the micro because concussions, right? Especially for linemen like you. you're There's well, impact in the every single uh, interaction huge, you have. Yeah. Yeah, a huge part of the game is blocking and tackling. And that is very large, very fast, very powerful people running into each other. And so that jarring effect, um, you know, it's just the construct of the game. And so, yes, there has been incredible, incredible growth and training around concussions and, um, you know, uh, helmet safety is better. Um the one thing that I think the game could could use is a little better training around blocking and using your hands and tackling and using your hands. I still see a lot of dudes dip the shoulder, right? dip their head, go to blow somebody up, and over time, it's inefficient. It's not as good as using your hands and staying on your feet to do the play, but it's also – less healthy for your players. So by the end of the season, you could have healthier players. So I do think there can still be some drastic improvement around blocking and tackling. Uh, going into the Super Bowl, I need to ask you, because I feel like offensive linemen, line play, it's something that isn't covered properly, and, and there's so much to it. And, you know, we just focus on the quarterbacks and the skill positions. Uh, could you explain with your expertise how it's possible for the Bengals to do this with, with what a lot of people say is a very bad offensive line. I mean, even Joe Burrow got sacked nine times in the, in the uh, game versus the Titans. But explain to me how they're being effective while having this line that isn't that great. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the magic, it it's has just no Joe. reason. <laughs> well, the, the one thing I will say, and, you know, I used to, when I was in the NFL, 
I had played in college in one of the first one-back sort of spread-out offenses in Division One football. And what I learned was as long as you have um, a bunch of guys spread out, you can always get to one of them. And so I think what you're seeing with Joe Burrow, he knows how to get the ball out. He knows where he's going. They have great receivers. And it's almost like Barry Sanders didn't always have a great offensive line. But then he would find the seams between the bad blocks. <laughs> he sort of made it work. And so that's my only explanation there. Life always finds a way at it. it. It truly does. And as you look back at your at your football career and what you asked from your body, I mean, we talked a little bit about the the initial uh, months of the retirement, what, but what you had to do to get there, to get prepared and performing at a high level. I was just talking to my teammate earlier today because we were talking about the Brady uh, retirement. And I just said to her, I'm like, how did we even exist? I feel like we were basket cases of just our everyday emotional lives. Where Did you struggle at the same level that at least I and my teammate did? And what's one piece of advice that you'd say to yourself in weathering that storm, say, if you were a sophomore in college? You know, I think a, a big piece of what I did is, and this was a lot of the coaches I had at the time, I always had really important things going on off the field. Mm. I always had a good social life. I always um, had a side hustle. I mean, I started working. The first thing I produced was before I was drafted. I produced a video on our national championship team um, the winter before I was drafted in the NFL. I started in radio in, 19, in my second season in the NFL professionally. I just always had something, helped open businesses, invested in some businesses. I just stayed – I almost treated football like it was still just a sport. <laughs> and, you know, I still trained as hard and worked as hard and put in the hours and, you know, became a starter in the NFL and all of that. But it's, you, you can't train hockey all day. You cannot be on your skates all day. So what else are you going to do? You go sit home and play video games or – Go get a job at a retail store because you want to get in the retail business or on a re- You know, there's so many things to explore. And especially as a college athlete, you're on campus. What else can you do? What groups can you join? What social groups? What, you know, academic groups? I just always, and, and a lot of it was, we. I had coaches who were adamant that, hey, you have to be great when you're here and you have to be great when you're there. You know, there was no delineation between the two worlds. And I think that's a good thing to build into yourself personally is just don't, here's the hardest thing. All athletes define themselves and identify as athletes, identify as a person, start there because being an athlete is just part of that. Couldn't have said it any better myself, a truly holistic approach to the athlete, to the lifestyle, to everything. Ed Cunningham, thank you so much for taking time out of your very, very busy Academy award winning schedule to join us today, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me on. It's terrific. Absolutely. Always great to find some friends from the same alumni bases, but as we always bring our insider calls, driver, driveway.com brings us Ed and all of our guests. Head to driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new and used cars in the driveway's nationwide inventory. On the other side of the break, gender equity. Still got to talk about it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.